Republican Congressman from Kentucky, Andy Barr, went on to uh, this week with George Stephanopoulos, and I think George gave him just enough rope to hang the entire GOP's process for speaker selection and how they're going to actually affect policy. I want you to listen to this, and then we'll take it on the other side. Joined now by Congressman Andy Barr. Uh, Congressman Barr, let me begin with you. You were with Speaker McCarthy right from the start. You were one of his strongest allies. Are you concerned that he gave away too much in order to get the gavel? George, I'm really not. And I understand the American people's frustration with the delay in electing a speaker. Certainly, it's going to be a challenge to have a conference full of independent thinkers with a, th a thin majority. Um, but, you know, not only did the framers of our Constitution expect us to debate uh, the operations of the House and the House rules and how we're going to function, they, that's what a healthy democracy actually requires. And if you want to understand what happened on the House floor last week, you, you have to understand why the American people fired Nancy Pelosi and the Democrats and elected a new Republican majority. It's because what Scott said, because uh, Speaker Pelosi uh, used the pandemic to lock down the House of Representatives, to use proxy voting and remote committee proceedings to consolidate power in herself and a few other leaders at the expense of rank and file members and the millions of Americans that they represented to uh, eliminate transparency, uh, to write thousand page omnibus spending bills behind closed doors. Uh, and so uh, the dysfunction was in the prior Congress. And the process that we went through this week was quite healthy from the standpoint of getting all of these issues resolved now so that we can have a template going forward to come together as a conference. We proved to ourselves George, that we can, with perseverance and a lot of hard work and a never give up attitude, we can come together and unify to advance our agenda. Uh, it will be a challenge, no doubt about it, with the diversity of opinions within our conference. But that was what was happening last week was to forge a consensus so that when we reach issues like the debt limit, when we reach challenges, we've proven to ourselves we can come together, uh, we can set aside our differences and ultimately compromise uh, to be an effective majority. Did, did, you, did you really resolve them now that any single member can bring a motion to vacate the, the, uh, the speaker's office? You have uh, the Freedom Caucus being given a, basically a third of the position on the Rules Committee, which will undermine Speaker McCarthy's authority. Aren't you simply setting up a situation where in every major spending bill, anything having to do with the debt limit, anything having to do with keeping the government open, you're going to be back in the same situation again? Well, well, let's be clear, George. Remember, this uh, motion to vacate uh, was only altered by Speaker Pelosi. We're just going back to the pre-Pelosi rule that was in place since 1910. I don't think that's an issue at all in terms of uh, creating chaos. I, I think it's it's what the House has had uh, every term before uh, Pelosi came in, into power. The other thing about diversity of opinion on committees, I actually think this is going to strengthen us and not weaken us as a conference. It's going to bring us together. If there are issues, if there's difference of opinion, you want those differences of opinion to be aired in committee on the front end because you don't want those difficulties 
when the bill comes out of committee on the House floor. Let's have the opportunity to have an open amendment process in committee so that you forge that consensus at the beginning of the legislative process so that the bills that are brought to the House floor actually have a meaningful chance of passing. Again, this is why I think going through the difficulties of last week will serve this majority well. It will make us a more effective majority. But, but, but didn't the agreement also include an open amendment process on the floor, which sort of undermines uh, that entire premise, doesn't it? Well, I think, uh, look, as you pointed out, uh, I'm a strong supporter of Kevin McCarthy's patience, his willingness to be open-minded and listen to all members, uh, his uh, good humor, uh, the fact that he was, he was humble in his leadership style, uh, his perseverance, all of those qualities were on full display for the American people. It's precisely why he does need to be speaker in this majority. But what I would say is those of us who were with him from the start and those like Scott who came on board with some of the changes and reforms later on, I think we all agree that we need a better process. Um, and I think we ended up a stronger majority as a result of some of the reforms that were put into place. Uh, and, and, and I think we, we all are committed to being unified going forward. You notice what George Stephanopoulos did. He allowed Andy Barr to go on and on about how great that fight in Congress was, how great the dissension among Republicans were, or is, or was. It was great, right? We, it was democracy in action. And what he turns out to say then is that, you know, we, we made sure that regular order was in effect and also uh, things done in committee as they should be so that when they come to the floor, they get a chance to pass. And Stephanopoulos just let him talk and talk and talk. And then Stephanopoulos had the kicker. Isn't it true, though, that by allowing an, an unlimited amount of amendments to occur, in effect, you've defeated the purpose of the committee that that dissects what's actually going to be brought to the body by allowing all these amendments unfettered. Isn't that true? And ironically, his answer was, oh, I love McCarthy and had nothing to do with the answer. Just let it slide. And then the interview was over. I mean, in effect, what this results in, folks, is the is. McCarthy cannot compromise on anything. The right wing will continue to run the party and it will run the party or well, the party run us all into the ground for the next two years. For, it's for good measure that we passed enough legislation over the last two years, over the 117th Congress, that will mitigate some of the damage they'll do. It'll slow us down. But then come 1024, it should be then the decimation of what's today's Republican Party. We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to, trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join.